You're listening to Episode 2. Today's special guests are prolific authors and academics, Dr. Gretchen Ike and Michael Polch, calling in from Wichita, Kansas, United States. I'm Diana Elliott, and I'm a freelance writer from Melbourne, Australia. And I'm Donald Betts. I'm a former U.S. state senator from Kansas. We talk about hot topics relevant to Americans and Australians. What makes us different and what makes us similar? It's not the place, but a state of mind. Greenland. Happy Thanksgiving, Donald. Happy Thanksgiving, Diana. Thank you very much. This is very exciting. We do not celebrate Thanksgiving in Australia. Well, I mean, some of you don't. Yeah, no, that's true. I shouldn't. You're, you're our new, our new import, and yes. you do. Yes. And I think it's a lovely idea, and it's one that we're going to sort of delve into the origins of a little bit more today um, on our episode and with our special guest, and perhaps unearthing some controversy around it too. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll get the the truth behind Thanksgiving, but also uh, hopefully how we can celebrate this holiday and still embrace it with togetherness and and oneness, and you know, and, and be it's thankful. True. Yeah, exactly. That's you know? so. It's uh, it's a lovely it's a lovely idea, and we take on a lot of American traditions in Australia. But for some reason, Thanksgiving isn't one of them. So we're going to sort of talk a little bit about that. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. You know, Diana, this year uh, the North American Australian Lawyers Alliance is having a a we a Thanksgiving celebration at the Bon Ton Restaurant. Here Ooh. in Melbourne, uh, the good. menu the menu's exquisite, and you know by now by by the time most listeners hear this podcast, they would have missed the opportunity to indulge in such a feast. But uh, please look forward to it next year. You can't miss out on a on an awesome Thanksgiving feast. Sounds amazing. And the North American Lawyers Alliance, you founded that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so I just thought, you know, we have the Asian Australian Lawyers Association, the African Australian Lawyers Network, and the the Greek Law Organization, the Australian Lawyers Association, but we didn't have anything to connect lawyers uh, that are practicing in Australia uh, from the United States or Canada. So I Mm -hmm. thought, you know, why not? Let's yeah. do it. And I just got a push by um, uh, William Lai, uh, QC. He said, you know, Donald, go for it. You know, do something, you know, outside of the box. So pulled a few folks together and we created this NALA, the North American Australian Lawyers Alliance, dynamic group of young lawyers and, and advisors and mm-hmm. ambassadors. So it's, it's awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's important to have that, I think, you know, as an expat community getting together in a professional sense as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. And Thanksgiving is obviously a tradition that you've enjoyed back home and I guess having a sort of little community here that you can celebrate it with and hopefully expose some Australians to it too. It's fantastic. Definitely. And share that that culture. And that's how we learn from each other. And that's how we grow, you know, like I've learned so much from you. Really? Yes, definitely. Of course. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's lovely. And I do love what I really think is is wonderful about the Thanksgiving tradition um, that's there in its name is that it is about giving thanks. Exactly. And, and whatever you know or understand or, or, or um, view about the origins of the day, it's it's – the sentiment, I think, is 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 very much one that resonates with everyone. Yes, and um, that's what's important. Yeah, you know. 
So I can't wait to delve into it a little bit more deeply with our guests. Definitely. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Donald. Hey, Gretchen. Hey, Donald. How you doing? Hi, Gretchen. It's Diana here. Hi, Diana. How are you? I'm well. We're so excited you can join us. Mike and I uh, live half of our life in the U.S. and half of our life in Bosnia and Herzegovina, where we teach English um, to students at a Muslim university. And um, the, the other half, we are I mean, most most of the year we're writing books um, and we have a small publishing house that we use to publish some books. Um, and we, we both have new new books out just last month. But um, I have in terms of this discussion, I have a book that has taken me. Uh, oh, wow. More than a decade. Well over a decade. Is that Descent in Wichita? No, this is this is a book. Um, Finding Duncan. It's no, that, no. This is um, maybe crossing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it isn't yet. Oh, okay, I'm it's sorry. Coming out, it's coming out. University of Nevada Press. And the reason I mention is it is that it is about Native Americans. It's a it's a biography of a Native American doctor who was the best known um, Native American of his time, which was uh, from like. Well, the 1880s through 1890s through ni- to 19 for almost 1940, and he was married to a white woman who was uh, who was recognized as like the next great writer when she was a teenager, and so it's a it's a book about race and writing and um, resistance because they were they were both um, advocates of you know opposing what the United States was doing in its Indian policy. Uh, policy toward indigenous people, and um, and it's it's also a biography and, and a and a love story, kind of a a story about this couple um, and their attempts to make it work, which um, worked in part. They each, they wrote about twenty two books, and uh, anyway, so so almost like you and Mike Gretchen. It's almost like you and Mike writing all those books. Mike married me. Mike was he performed wow. my our marriage, you know. Fascinating. And Gretchen was my professor uh, for oh my for many goodness. years at Fringe University and advisor. Awesome people. Wow. Okay. Well, you're both eminently qualified then to talk about this topic. Do we want to talk about the what your view of the origins of Thanksgiving are? Because for many Australians, I mean, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving over here, and uh, we're quite ignorant of the tradition of Thanksgiving. We sort of understand what it's, you know, it's the, the name suggests that it's about, but um, the origins of it are a little bit um, unclear to a lot of us. So can you start with perhaps giving a little bit of a an overview of that? I want to say one thing before she launches into it. <laughs> um, we have a good friend who, instead of calling it Thanksgiving, calls it Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Gretchen can take it from from there. <laughs> well, part of the reason that that this person calls it Thanksgiving is that um, what happened when Europeans arrived uh, in on the Atlantic coast was there was a lot of killing, and there was some of the killing was from disease, and some of the killing was from guns. Um, in 400 years ago, actually, this fall, uh, this autumn, in our it's autumn here in the United States, and in October, November. And 400 years ago, the first Africans arrived uh, 
in what is now the United States. There were Africans here earlier in Central and South America and the islands. But uh, the very next year, that was 1619, and the very next year up the coast in what is what became called New England, what was called New England, Massachusetts, um, English people arrived. So they came after the Africans to the to, to New England, and they were the pilgrims uh, who were a special religious cult, um, kind of plain dressing and uh, very strict rules of for their religious life. And they had broken with the Church of England, which you all in Australia know as yes. the Anglican Church, probably is mm-hmm. uh, like they call it Anglican in England. Mm-hmm. And after their first really rough year um, trying to make it make a go of it on the coast, uh, rocky area, infertile soil, um, etc., cetera, uh, with the help of the native peoples that lived in the in the area, especially um, Massasoit and and others um, helped to uh, show them how to plant corn, how to grow the crops that would, would thrive in New England. And uh, at the end of that year, they had a, had a celebration. And the, the traditional story is Native people and, and English pilgrims sat down together to this feast to celebrate the first year of the English making it in, um, in Plymouth uh, Colony. Um, within 10 years... The, the population of the English had just exploded. It was called the Great Migration, a uh, huge migration of, of peoples. Um, and in, in the 1630s, you had so many English people coming in. And this, the sons of the very same uh, nation that had helped the English uh, were feeling tremendously squeezed. Uh, the, the land was being taken. Uh, tactics were used uh, against Native peoples to to take their land with the under English law. Um, there were there were um, fights and and um, killings and so forth. And the upshot uh, was that it was it became a, a very ugly scene. And there was um, a major war, the Pequot War, that that took place in the eight, in the 1630s 1637. And there were the um, the Indian population, the Native American population was was decimated. Um, by disease, by this war, and those who survived, many of them were put on ships and taken uh, elsewhere to colonies in the in the south, especially in in the islands, the Caribbean islands. So it was a, a really awful story. So we have this 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 story, you know, this pretty story, and children dress up like pilgrims, and some some uh, as though they are native peoples, indigenous peoples. And in, in their school plays, and there have been, and I think it's happening less often now uh, because the truth of, of the uh, conquest of the Americas has become more uh, widely known and more widely studied and accepted. Um, but so we, so we have this, you know, this kind of false, happy scene, and then we have the scene of the killing. Um, so... Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving, you know, the Thanksgiving is kind of a, it's a harsh way to put it, but it was a, uh, in many respects, it's a, it, there's a lot of accuracy to it. One of the things that Thanksgiving brings is, um, of course, the reminder of the holidays. Usually that starts actually around Halloween. We have this kind of, as Gretchen mentioned, um, two sides of a coin. 
where one side is, uh, you know, family around the table and a big meal, lots of food and laughter, and uh, you know, kids running around and um, everybody saying what they're grateful for. But on the other side of the um, uh, coin is the history, the, the very bleak and disastrous history of, that, that surrounds the idea of Thanksgiving. Um, but that also takes place on a local, a very local level emotionally, because people begin to have signs of depression, you know, looking forward to the holidays or not having any place to go on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, and lo then looking forward to the loneliness of Christmas. And it's a really, really, what, what it turns out to be is a really, really difficult time mm. for a lot of people. Um, especially if they are on their own uh, or their, you know, their families um, 3000 miles away or whatever. Mike, do you think that um, some of that depression comes from the fact that you eat so much food and you have to, you gain so much weight? <laughs> My goodness. I mean, you, it seems like well, you eat for days. Fish? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're just eating, the, you know, uh, baked fish and salads. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, Mr. Betts, uh, that could be the case. I, uh, I try to push myself away from the table, you know, kind of before I get to that point myself. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's kind of a funny, there is sort of a funny side of, of this all, too. I mean, we painted a really dark and uh, dismal picture of Thanksgiving. But, <laughs> I was waiting for you to show some light, you know, give me some light over here. <laughs> so I am missing family, really. I'm, I'm in Australia. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing Thanksgiving for a minute. Oh, and your family misses you. <laughs> I miss you guys, too. Come on. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the fun things, one of the most fun things for me about Thanksgiving is cleaning up after the meal and the next day having the leftovers. And in my own family of origin, we spent we spent the, the kids spent the time cleaning up the kitchen and it would be the most fun because we my brothers and I would we would be picking the turkey. We do it with our hands. You know, I mean, we do everything that that would violate rules of, of, <laughs> of sanitize, san, sanitizing your hands and all this stuff. We just were we were crazy, but we would make jokes and pun back and forth. And, it, and that, that became a really important time. And we would also go for a walk on Thanksgiving day. We would, as a family, while the meal was cooking, we would go off and mm. take a hike. And so that's kind of stayed as a family, a family tradition, a sometimes family tradition. We don't do it every week, every time. It um, sounds to me, it just sounds very much like Christmas day to me. I mean, how does it, how does it sit in the order of, the family kind of hierarchy of events, uh, Thanksgiving versus Christmas Day. Well, and, and, and actually, historically, um, Thanksgiving was declared um, declared during the Civil War by Lincoln. Mm. And um, Thanksgiving and Christmas were both holidays of the home. So they were, whereas most public holidays uh, in the 19th century were holidays for men and they were out in the street with parades and floats and the only women present were either uh, low-income women um, who would might be like following along to see what was happening uh, or the representations of women on floats so they would be representing ideas like justice and mercy and love and you know sort of these abstract ideas but then Thanksgiving and Christmas both 
um, in the in first Thanksgiving and then later Christmas, a little later and during the Victorian years, um, be, became household uh, holidays, which were women's and family-centered holidays where you didn't go out, you mm-hmm. stayed at home. Mm-hmm. And in the British tradition, you know, do you in Australia, do you also have Boxing Day? You have the yeah. tradition yes. but going it's, out. Yes. Yeah, well, yes, Boxing Day, which is Shopping sort of like day. Black Saturday. <laughs> for, um, I mean, for, oh, a, lot, like for a lot of people. Day you go visit your friends. It's and, a shopping day? Well, they have the big Boxing Day sales, which I guess is a, the equivalent of your Black Friday oh, after Thanksgiving. But there's also yeah. a very big cricket match on at the um, mm. MCG, the sort of hallowed turf in Melbourne, which is the Boxing Day cricket test. Um, and that uh. that's probably surpasses the shopping. Yes, I mean, I, I can't I think, think so. of anything worse than hitting the shops on Boxing Day after having a full tummy <laughs> and trying on clothes. Exactly. But exactly. has really transformed these holidays into, yeah. into just commercial they ventures. They are, aren't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. So tell us something about, in, in Australia, do you have any kind of festival of of a harvest, we don't, and it's it's we don't, and it's 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 interesting because we follow American tradition in so many other ways. Um, Halloween, for example, is getting bigger and bigger every year, um, and that's uh-huh. something that is different to kind of my childhood. I mean, Halloween was something you'd just throw a sheet over your head and be a ghost, and you might have something on at school. But now it's a the whole trick or treating thing is quite a big deal, and it's mm. extremely commercial. Um, in the shops, everything's a Halloween, this or that. Whereas with Thanksgiving, it surprises me because the, the concept of the, the Thanksgiving dinner is something that I think a lot of Australians would warm to because it's mm. such a lovely – but it just feels so close to Christmas that mm. in terms of timing yeah. – and the fact that we are not in autumn, we're in spring, so it's a completely yeah. different vibe. You know, the yeah. whole idea of we do have the English tradition um, or a lot of families still do have the English tradition of um, turkey for Christmas Day and all the trimmings, even if it's 40 degrees. <laughs> um, it's it's hot and ridiculous. Um, and the thought of doing that whole extravaganza a month prior is I think what probably why it hasn't yes. taken off. Um, but it was interesting just researching this that a lot of other countries do have some sort of harvest festival, you know, whether it's Germany with the sort of october fest thrown in um, and other, I think Japan does as well. Um, so it's not, you. I mean, Thanksgiving in its origins is unique to America, but the idea of that sort of harvest or that kind of pagan thank you to the the land is not, you know, it's not without sort of precedent in other countries, but it is quite bizarre that Australia just hasn't taken off here. And, you know, the thing about Australia that I've learned, uh, Mike and Gretchen, is that it's so diverse. There's so many different cultures here. Uh, for instance, we've just celebrated the Diwali festival and that was a really big, mm. big deal. And then there's this, uh, the African cultural unity festival. The Italians mm. do something. The Greeks do something. Uh, uh, so many different little, uh, Asian festivals. We have, um, the, the, um, Chinese New Year's is always something. Jewish holidays. Jewish holidays. I mean, it's just Muslim uh-huh. holidays. It's just everything just, uh, mixed in, in this, in this country. I just find it so diverse. I've met so many people from every part of the world. And we just have a, I guess, a unique, uh, sense of what 
everyone around the world does. Australia is a beautiful place, and it's uh, really inviting uh, culturally, and it's 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 really growing. Um, that's what I find. But anyway, I'd like to ask a question that that I I sort of te- hesitate to ask because it might be very sensitive. Because, but as as I was trying to say earlier, Thanksgiving has kind of become a cover for settler colonialism. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it in those terms before, but mm-hmm. that's really what I was trying to get at. The set, English settlers coming here, taking the land, uh, killing off many of the people who the original uh, are the most recent inhabitants anyway, um, probably the original inhabitants. Um, and and then, then the holiday of Thanksgiving is kind of giving it a, um, a pretty picture mm. look of, you know, we're all one and we're, you helped us and you were able to survive and we have this happy memory and it's glorifying settler colonialism yeah. in a lot of ways. And I'm, I'm wondering, Australia had a similar history. Yeah. Of, I think uh, your, I think your Columbus day is Australia. our Australia day. We're having the same struggles with um, Australia day is celebrated in January and it, and it sort of marks the um, passage of James Cook to um Australian shores and the colonialism of Australia and, you know, for a lot of Indigenous people um, and now white Australians as well, it, it's it's become a kind of a dark, there's a, there's a sort of, it's very difficult to celebrate Australia Day now without the spectre of that Indigenous viewpoint, which is that was the, the, the day of sort of our dispossession. And you know, it, it, there's a there's a bit of a movement now, kind of to say uh, change the date. So to sort of, okay, you can you can celebrate um, an aspect of Australia's um, you know history, which is important, but you don't need to um, you equally need to sort of acknowledge the indigenous um, Australians being here first. So the sort of whole whole notion that Australia was discovered at that time is is false, and I think everyone accepts that now. And I think the celebration of the day, um, honouring that that passage, there's momentum gathering, and I and I sort of see that that's very similar to a lot of the sentiment around Columbus Day. And you're right, like um, Thanksgiving is another part of that. Yeah, that origin story of the United States and. It's it's tricky because you know you, on, I, I I don't know you, you feel it now it's it's very it's very hard to to kind of ignore that that sentiment and ignore what indigenous people are feeling and to kind of keep rolling on with your public holiday and doing all these quintessential in inverted commas Australian things um, when you've got an entire lot of people who feel very aggrieved by that so. As well, they should. Yeah. Here, Columbus Day has really been replaced pretty widely with Indigenous Peoples Day. It's the right. same weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the but the process um, the process took I don't know several decades I guess. Mm. But like now, it's the schools talk about Indigenous Peoples Day and that that's the holiday. I think um, that's where we'll end up in Australia. I yeah. mean, there's the the government has been very um, the the current prime minister has been quite uh, you know outspoken that the date's not going to change and it's still going to be Australia Day and we still have a public holiday. But I think more and more local councils around Australia are, are deciding not to hold their citizenship ceremonies on that day, which historically mm. have been done. You know, oh really? Yeah. So so at a civic sort of level, community level. There is a grassroots kind of campaign um, that's of 
you know, to change things. And I think that's just going to only gather more and more momentum. And and to to hear that about you know Indigenous Peoples Day um, in America, I mean, yeah, why 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 wouldn't we have that? It just mm. makes so much sense. And all politics is local, so it, it starts at the right. grassroots. Yeah. Regarding Thanksgiving, well, we usually yeah. have a Thanksgiving because there is a, a an American diaspora, so to speak, in uh, in Melbourne now, and we get together. Uh, so I'm, I've been invited to two Thanksgiving dinners. One is from the North American Australian Lawyers Alliance. I'm the founder of uh, NALA, uh, and it's a group of American uh, lawyers and business people, and we're having a um, a Thanksgiving dinner next. Thursday on the 28th at Liban Tan. Um, and we'll get together and just, you know, for us, we'll, it'll be getting the Americans together because we don't really, you know, you know, we're, we're a very minority group in, in <laughs> Australia. So when you get together, at least we have some commonality. You, know, like you really don't like each other anyway, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, so we're, we're going to get together for that, and then there's a Sunday, a big Sunday dinner. But you know, normally I have a big party at my place, and we invite about eighty people over, and wow. and oh we gosh. have turkey and and everything. Pumpkin but, pie, yeah, pumpkin pie, <laughs> sweet potato. Pie. We do the sweet potato pie. <laughs> so sweet potato pie, and and then all the trimmings, everything. You bring out the grill because it's blazing hot here. You know, during uh, well during Christmas, but Thanksgiving we make Melbourne weather fluctuates so it may be hot it may be raining it may be cold we never know but, but um i mean it's it's still it's still a, a a great time to get together despite the history we frame our future you know it's mm-hmm. like we look we, we can't forget the history of these things but the way we make it happen and what the, the way we make it look for our children and our grandchildren move, moving forward i think that's what's most important as long as we we continue to push for change and so that you know everyone is comfortable and not isolated whereas in australia everyone's just fascinated by these american holidays and they just want to come over and say what's that turkey taste like i mean how do you guys do your turkey do you do it fried baked what how do you do your turkey so you know they get a chance to have a little turkey and as uh, as diana says pumpkin pie <laughs> And uh, and we we just crack open a bottle of wine and some beers and and just start talking about the good old days. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you're 85 years old. Huh? Well, I feel 85. <laughs> some days. So, so you're going to two Thanksgivings. No wonder you're depressed and fat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Mike, Gretchen, you guys were superior. Thank yeah. you. I, I really appreciate your time. We 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 appreciate your time. Thank you for talking to, to Greenland. Well, thank you for thinking of us. This has been fun. It's fun to oh. get to know a little more about Australia and what's happening with Duranos. find more information about Dr. Gretchen Ike and Michael Polch, please visit our show notes where you'll find their bio, the books that they've written, and universities that they've taught. Thanks 
so much for listening to us today on Greenland. If you'd like to become a Greenlander, visit greenlandthepodcast.com and follow the links to subscribe. We'd also really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on your chosen podcast listening app. Um, That really helps us to kind of percolate to the top and to also get a nice little bit of feedback from you guys. If you'd like to send us an email, you'll find uh, links to contact us on our webpage as well. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you.